Minus 15. Respect all, fear none. Into the upper deck. Intensity is not a perfume. Oh, mercy! Five, four, three, two, one. And we're back. Just before we were going to wrap up at Nationals Spring Training in West Palm Beach, Paul Mancano and I had to jump right back on the Mass and All Access podcast because Bryce Harper has officially chosen where he's going to go. 13 years, $330 million to the Philadelphia Phillies, an emergency podcast of the Mass and All Access podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Again, Bobby Blanco, Paul Mancano. And Paul, you just jumped off Mass and All Access Facebook Live show on Mass and Nationals, streaming on MassandSports.com as well across our platforms. Initial thoughts just on the chaos that just occurred over the past hour, hour and a half. Yeah, this is perfect because on that show, I took a lot of other people's comments. I was getting everybody else's thoughts. Now is my time to share my thoughts on this massive deal. Bryce Harper. Our thoughts. So full disclosure, as you know, Bobby, and as I've told on this podcast before, I am a native of a Philadelphia suburb. I come from that area. So I'd like to think that I have some more insight into the Philadelphia fan base. Um, this is huge. This is absolutely huge. It is for the Philadelphia Phillies on their side. This was the guy they wanted the whole time. This was the guy that they, uh, many were expecting them to get as of a week ago. Things changed dramatically this past week. Uh, we thought the Dodgers might swoop in. We thought the Giants might swoop in, but end, it ended up going the way that the most people expected it to go. So Bryce going to the Phillies, I, don't quite know how Nationals fans are going to react to Bryce Harper coming to Nationals Park in red pinstripes, but I think I do, and <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a positive reaction. Well, you it. mentioned that you we're in a unique position right here because, like you said, you're from the Philly area. You grew up a Phillies fan. When you're not covering baseball or doing your job, you you're a Philly guy, and and I'm the same with DC. I you know we, as our jobs our, as professionals, we have to you know obviously stay neutral, show no bias when we're covering the team. But we're not working all the time. You know we can show our fandom when we want to watch baseball uh, just on our days off or whatever. Yeah. So you're a Philly guy. I'm a DC guy. I think you and I provide a very unique perspective on this podcast particularly in this situation because we represent both cities yeah. evol- involved here. You'll say he'll, Bryce will be welcomed with open arms in Philly, which is kind of funny because over the maybe, what, last 72, 48 hours, we saw a lot of Philly fans getting a little tired and, and yeah. sick and say, you know, we don't even want him anymore at this point. D.C., I think for a long time the general idea was anywhere but Philly. You yeah. know, don't go not only within the division, but the city that's two hours north. Yeah. Um, local guy. You're going to face him 19 times a year now over the next 13 seasons. Uh, I think a lot of guy, a lot of people in Washington, D.C. wanted to see him to go either to the West Coast, or if not come back to D.C., to, mm-hmm. to the Nationals, go to the Dodgers, go to the Giants. And that looked like that might be the case. Um, coming in over, over the last 24 hours, but of course Philly comes in with the bombshell: 13 years, 330 million dollars. Absurd. No opt-outs, full no trade. Fit, Bryce Harper is going to be in Philly until he's 39 years old, which is incredible. <laughs> I'm going to be 40 by the time that contract <laughs> is is up. That 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 is absurd and, and mind blowing. It's it's you know the seg the saga is is finally over. I mean we I feel like we've been counting down to this day. For the past two years, yeah, everyone's been looking forward to the 2018 free agency draft class. It is now over. Manny's at his spot. Bryce now has found his home, 
And um, man, I mean, it's just a whirlwind. Let's just look at the numbers, the bare numbers for sure. for right now. Thirteen years. What really sticks out to me is not just the length. I mean, obviously, Philly went longer years and more money than the Nationals offered in their ten-year, a three hundred million dollar offer back uh, at the beginning of free agency. Yep. It's the no opt-outs, and we thought for the longest time that this was going to be the because that's Scott Boras trademark that this was going to be the main part. And it was kind of interesting today, Paul, looking at all the tweets coming through. John Heyman was the first to report it. Our ver- our very own Mark Zuckerman confirmed the signing. Uh, I even saw people initially started reporting that there was an opt-out after year three. Flash forward 30 seconds, we find out there's no opt-outs. Yeah. And to me, that's the big key in this mega deal. Absolutely. Especially considering what has happened in the past week. Nolan Arenado signing a massive extension with the Rockies that included an opt-out after three seasons. And we all thought that the Scott Boris was going to say, thank you very much. We're borrowing that. We're using that in our ne- negotiations. Anytime you have an opt-out in a contract like that, that gives so much more power to the player. I am absolutely shocked that this contract does not include any opt-outs whatsoever. Obviously, a player in that position that has that much star power that produces that much is not entirely devoid of power. He can always try to work a trade. He can always work his, his backroom magic. But if, <coughs> in theory, if the Phillies want to keep Bryce Harper for 13 seasons, they can. Yeah. They can. And that's crazy. That it, it, In all likely scenario, in the most likely scenario, Bryce Harper is going to be playing against the Nationals 19 times a season for the next At 13 least. years. This this changes the entire way that we look at Bryce Harper. I mean, that that is 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 going to be shocking, but and I want to talk about that later on in the podcast. But yeah, 300 What do you think about the number, uh, Bobby? Not just the 13 years but the fact that he signed for 330 which was just $5 million more than Giancarlo Stanton got a few years ago. He beats Giancarlo's um, record-breaking for total contract number and obviously Manny Machado's from the past week or so of $300 million. Um, I, I mean, you Do know. Do you think it's worth it? I mean, it, it, for that much money, we, we threw— Well, it's also it's crazy thing about, you know, just a couple months ago, we were talking about he's going to be the first $400 million players. A year ago, people were saying he's going to be the first $500 million players. Yeah. And now he didn't even break 350 He only got $5 million more than the largest contract ever. Uh, you know, what does that say about our evaluation of players and how te- how we value— I mean, it's just—are is that re- are we just being too uh, ridiculous? Are people—are or are, are these numbers being leaked out just so— People can say, "Oh, yeah, four hundred million, five hundred million. Obviously, he's gonna be right. the first. You know, it's just, it's just crazy. Again, this whole saga has been a bit of show from the start, and the fact that we, end, we at one point where it's like, oh, he's gonna get ten years, fifteen years for five hundred million dollars. Now thirteen, the actual number is thirteen for three thirty. I, yeah. I, I, to me, I, you know, I, we always thought, I always thought that the Nationals would, would." Stay in touch. Not we we've heard that they haven't been in touch for a while, but at least hear the final offer and maybe get the chance to either match or mm-hmm. go up. Just because I don't want to call it a hometown discount, but it's the only team that Bryce Harper has known. We know the relationship between Boris and the Lerner family. And to me, I have no problem with the Nationals. If and we don't, we will never know if this was actually the case. But I have no problem with the Nationals saying, "Nope, we made our ten-year, three hundred million dollars right. offer. Three thirty is a little bit too much for us." Well, the crazy and th- for thirteen years. The crazy thing is, it's it's a less annual value. Right. It's, it's a lower annual value than the reported offer that the Nationals made, which was 
$300 million for 10 seasons, which it reportedly included deferred money. Over, uh, about $100 million. Uh, Which is a lot, a lot. But uh, that is fewer years, but more total money. We saw Manny Machado sign a $300 million contract that was 10 years long that included an opt-out. We, we figured, we figured coming into this offseason that Bryce was going to try to break whatever deal Manny got either in annual value or in total value. He broke it in total value, but he had to sacrifice the annual value. He gets l- paid less annually now than Manny Machado. Uh, and that, I think, is, is a fascinating wrinkle because it's how much, you know, with that, that to me says that he, I guess, valued the security of that deal um, as opposed, and the length of that deal. And he wanted to get paid up until he was almost 40 years old. He didn't want to have to hit free agency again at age 36. He wanted to keep getting paid up until he was 39 years old. That says he, he valued the the length and the security that that deal offered. Yeah, and, and this is coming from Tyler Kepner of the, the National Baseball Writer for the New York Times, he, quoting Scott Boris on, on the no opt-outs in, in Harper's 13-year $330 million deal. Quote, he wanted to go to one city, stay yeah. there, build a brand and identity, and recruit players. He wants to tell players, come play with me. He knows it'll help winning more if he's with one team the whole time. Yeah, that's fascinating. And it is fascinating because our Jamal Collier, who we had on the podcast yesterday of MLB.com, quote tweeted it and, and I think brings up a good point. Major League Baseball stars don't typically act as recruiters in free agency like yeah. NBA stars do or maybe even NFL players do. It's mostly just go where the money tells you to go. And Bryce Harper is saying, I'm here for 13 years. I am an MVP caliber player. Also, not to mention, which we'll touch on in a bit, what the Phillies did besides Bryce Harper this offseason. Come play in Philly. Let's try to build something here because I'm not going anywhere, and we can be successful and win for a very long time. And you wonder if the fact that Mike Trout is going to be a free agent in a couple of years and is obviously a New Jersey native and a big Eagles fan and has a lot of affinity for that city. You wonder if that was a recruiting tool for the Phillies to bring that up and say, hey, you can recruit Mike Trout in a couple of years. You can recruit some of the best players that are out there. And this cert- the deal, the fact that this doesn't have quite the annual value I think also opens the door even a little bit more for a Mike Trout, for another star player, for another guy, uh, because they're not quite paying that. You know, that's an extra $5 million that they have sitting there, which is not, you know, massive, but that could make a difference. Yeah. And keep in mind, the Phillies still had have one of the lowest payrolls in baseball last year. Even after adding Gene Segura and signing Andrew McCutcheon to $50 million and adding JT Realmuto, they still have a ton of money that they can spend. They've been saving up for years. So the Phillies, fascinating that he wants to be a recruiter for this team. Um, but Bobby, I also want to talk about the the. This is going to change our entire view of Bryce Harper. When when Barry Bonds went to the Giants, Barry Bonds is more remembered as a Giant than he is as a Pirate. I right. would argue. Yeah. And I think most people would as well. He that's where he broke the home run record. That's where he spent several you know the latter part of his career. Um, Bryce Harper is going to be seen more as a Philly than he will as a national. Right. In all likelihood, when he retires, it's going to be Bryce Harper the Philly. If he goes into the Hall of Fame, he's going to be most likely donning a Phillies cap. Yep. That is crazy to think about because yep. it to think about where we've come seven years ago when the, the Nationals drafted him first overall. 
you know, and and all the the numbers that he put up, the six All Star appearances, the MVP. We thought maybe he might not be a national for life, but you know, he he. I don't think we expected him to be wed to another team more than he was ever wed to the Nationals. And if this, if he sees the full length of this contract out, if the Phillies don't trade him and he, you know, decides to play the rest of his career and not force a trade in Philly, we're going to see Bryce Harper as a Philadelphia Philly more than we will a national. Yeah, and, and that, that is insane because you don't expect number one overall picks to do that, and, and you, you right. would hope. There's just so many thoughts going through my head right now about <laughs> yeah, this because there's, there's a lot to yeah. break down. There's so many angles. The fact that he could – so Bryce Harper in Philadelphia, 13 years. I mean, that's a long time. A lot of money, too, mm-hmm. and that is not the easiest sports town. That's a quote from – the Dark Knight, you know, you either die here or live long <laughs> enough for so, to see yourself become the villain. You know, he's setting himself up. He's taking a risk. And, and it's I, I, I respect Bryce Harper. I, you know, we, we you took a lot of comments on, on Facebook Live today on Mass, on Mass and All Access. A lot of Nationals fans obviously upset that he's going to a division rival, not only a division rival, but a, a local mm-hmm. city rival. I mean, Philly and D.C. go back, and not just in baseball, but all, all across all sports. A lot of people having negative things to say about Bryce Harper and the city of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. To me, I, I mean, I, I can respect that mindset, you know, and, and you know, no, this is where I'm going to be. This is, uh, yeah. uh, it's setting a whole new precedent for free agency. I'm going to be in Philadelphia for 13 years, probably for the rest of my career. Yeah. And, and it, it's and, commitment. Yeah. It's commitment for good or bad, for good or bad. And then that's a risk because, you know, especially with the, all the money allotted mm-hmm. to you over the course of time, if you don't, Produce if you yeah. don't r- win, like we just saw, he didn't. They, the Nationals did not make the playoffs last year. They didn't make the playoffs in his MVP year. So he's baseball is not a, a sport yeah. where one guy make can win you a championship. He obviously helps, but you're either setting yourself up for tremendous success or tremendous failure. Yeah. You know, if if you don't deliver that championship in Philly, if you don't deliver consistent MVPs. All star. It's just gonna be look. Yeah. We're gonna look back at this in thirteen, fourteen years and be like, "Man, that was so yeah. not worth it." Yeah, and I, I, it's commitment. That's what it says. He and I do respect that. He committed to the Phillies. He and I, I, I just don't personally. I didn't see that coming. Uh, mm. You know, all the, with all the talk about him wanting opt outs. With him wanting opt outs, and I know you know baseball is one of those sports, especially where if you get hurt, if you tear your Achilles, if you if you break your leg one day. Who knows? You might not get another contract. Um, that's just you know. So you you can you want to go for security when you have the option. He committed to the Phillies um, for a long time, and I know I can already hear what people are saying on the other side. He didn't commit to the Nationals when he could have. He had a chance to commit to the franchise that drafted him. He had a chance to extend you know to sign an extension years ago. You never know, or at least talked about an extension. Um. He, he made a commitment to the Phillies, and like you said, Bobby, look, it's a tough town to win. It's a tough town to win in, um, and it's a tough town to play in if you're not winning. Um, I think it's for all, you know, I, I think Philly fans often get a bad rap in a lot of ways, but they, they are, if you don't win in Philly, um, you don't, you just don't quite earn the respect. It's when you come in with this much clout and which, with this much money, and you don't win, you will not necessarily be booed, 
but you will not be viewed yeah um as a hero it's and a t- there's a lot a lot of pressure a yeah, lot, a of, lot pressure. of pressure and it's a tough time to even win in because i mean just look right. at the eagles just let nick Foles, super bowl mvp yeah. walk and, and i mean that's a completely different story but i mean it's just a it's just it's, a crazy situation yeah. in the same town but i think you're i think you're exactly right bob it's like if uh, we thought maybe if he was going to sign with the phillies he would have an opt-out because say he goes to philly and he spent and he signs a contract with, uh, with an opt-out after three years there's a high probability that in the first three years, the Phillies don't win as much as expected. He doesn't quite put up the numbers that people were expecting. He starts getting booed maybe at some games, and he says, I'm out. Yeah. He says, I, I, I don't want to play here where I'm getting booed, where you know, in front of my home fans, uh, where the, the expectations are so high, the pressure is so high, and where I'm getting blasted on sports talk radio, and he could walk away. The fact that he said... No matter what happens, if I we're, for, we're three years into this deal and I'm getting booed and I haven't put up the numbers I expected to and we're not winning, I'm here. Yep. I can't walk away. Yep. That is, is And that's a tough town to do that that's in. That's a tough town to do that in. So I do commend him for that. And, and the interesting thing about the, the no opt-outs, like in that scenario you were just talking about, like had he wait. Like, if there was not that after three years, he could have hit free agency the same time as his best friend, Chris Bryant. <laughs> yeah. Which would have been, like, then we're seeing NBA style of, like, super teams. Like, you know, let's right. both go here. Again, no salary cap. We can go wherever the heck we want. Um, yeah, that's an interesting, interesting point. I do I do commend Bryce Harper, yeah. though, for the commitment. I mean, it's just, you're taking a gamble, but you're committed. Um, as a Nationals fan, you know, off air. Out outside of work, <laughs> it is hard to see him leave and go to a division rival. It's hard to see him leave. It's it's almost surreal. It's like a, yeah. you you never think that your number one pick overall at one point your the face, face of, of the your f- franchise yeah. is gonna leave. But at the same time, Bryce Harper is a different animal. You know, Steven Strasburg was the number one pick the year before, and we saw him ex- sign a contract extension that basically keeps him in D.C. for the remainder of his career or his golden years. Bryce Harper's just a different animal. He, We always knew he was going to test the market. I don't think at any point anyone ever thought he was actually going to sign an extension to keep him in D.C. while he was here. It was always going to be test the market. If it happens to be the Nationals that offers the best, so be it. But if not, he has no problem walking away. I don't blame him for that. That's just business. That's just securing your family. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's married. Hopefully, he has a large family. So I don't, I don't blame him for that at all. It is a risk. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of pressure on one guy in a hard sports town and a team that has not been successful in now over a decade. Yeah, and another couple – there's so many thoughts about this contract, but another couple ones. If this – I wonder if teams like the Phillies were willing to offer an opt-out and if maybe there were just no opt-outs available to him because of the pressure that that would created. We also we saw firsthand the circus that that created. We were in this very room Bobby in West Palm Beach when Bryce Harper uh, he was came sitting up in the chair this, you're sitting in right now. He very much was and he came up here in front of a packed room and said, "If you ask me a question about my free agency, I'm walking right out that door with all the national media. I was standing next to Sal Palantonio had flown down for that press conference and Bryce said, "Don't ask me about free agency." It, it is a circus that follows Bryce Harper. I think in terms of national media, and I think maybe teams didn't necessarily, I'm speculating, didn't necessarily want to deal with that and want to go through three years of waiting to see if Bryce Harper was going to resign. Yeah. You know, you know, every year that passes, you get past one year, it's like, is Bryce Harper going to resign in two years? Or is he going to opt in in two years? Is he going to opt in in another year? You know, 
that creates a circus, and you wonder if maybe teams were less willing uh, to do that. The other thing I want to say about the opt-outs also, say there was an opt-out, he wanted an opt-out after three years, or, or you know that was available or on the table. He would be 29 at that point. Is a team going to offer him, Bryce Harper, a, 20, a, a 29-year-old, a 10-year contract? Right. Is, that, is he going to get to play until 39 years old at $25 million a year? Who knows in three years whether, the, uh, uh, whether Major League Baseball is going to be in lockout at this point. At not just the stability around or the the potential instability around baseball and free agency, but teams are trending more and more to shorter term contracts to uh, you know avoiding having to pay players late into their thirties. We you have looked at the Albert Pujols deal as the prime example of signing a guy past his prime for way too long. He was thirty two years old when he signed a ten year contract, and that was a heck of a mistake. In three years or four years or whatever it is, would teams want to pay Bryce Harper for nine or ten years? You know, would would he still have that option on the table? I don't think so. I don't I think th- so either. I think they would have said, "Hey, we'll give you we'll give you five years, maybe. Yeah, you can play here until you're 34, but we can't commit to anything longer than that." I mean, how many free agents are right now are still without a job and around that age. They yeah, look at like an exactly. Adam, Adam Jones, like a Dallas Keuchel, who's a little bit of young, the younger side. They're, they're but anybody into their 30s right. is now... It, it's uh, almost like, don't touch. Yeah, it, it, you you can't... It, exactly. Stay away from them. Everyone's concerned about giving these guys deals. Yeah. And, and you know what? And that, I mean, this is a deeper conversation because it just also, I think, I think that a, lot, a large part is just the length of the baseball season. People just... Players just get worn out, yeah. especially everyday players. Like the, when you're running out on the field for 162 games, plus spring training, plus postseason, mm-hmm. from February through possibly October, it's just too much on the human body. I think that's why these, a lot of guys get worn out. But that's neither here nor there. That's a conversation for another day. Right. Uh, it's we talked about a risk for Bryce Harper. It's also a risk for the Phillies because, like you said, in a situation no opt-outs, they're locked in on him. Yeah. I mean, that's I, if you're a Philly fan, are you pumped with the no opt-outs, or are you kind of like, um, okay, we're locked in on three hundred thirty million dollars for one player for the next thirteen years? The thing is, and if you're if you're sticking with your team, if you're like if if Bryce Harper signs that deal with your team, an opt-out, a player opt-out, can only be a bad thing. Yeah, if you think about it, it can only be a bad thing because it just gives the player more leverage. Because if he is doesn't perform in the first however many years of his deal and he hits that year where he can opt out, he's gonna opt in. Because he you know, if Manny Machado in five years doesn't live up to the hype, if he it gets injured a lot, if he's not an all star in those five years, guess what? He's gonna opt in. Yeah. Because that's a guaranteed contract for thirty million dollars a year for five more seasons. Yeah. So you know, I, I think as a Philly fan the fact that it doesn't include opt-outs is good for you because the team holds your rights. The team has all the leverage. And yes, you're going to commit to him, but if he was really struggling and you hit it and you had an opt-out in there, he was going to pick it up anyway. Yeah. And but I, yeah, that's true. I don't think they hold all the rights because what if we get into a situation uh, yeah, say 5 he, years down the line and and he's know, not living up to it. Yeah. Well, no, he's okay, maybe he's playing well. But the team isn't. The, yeah. team, the team's not going, and they're like, okay, you know, we need to make some serious changes. Uh, you know, JT Romuto, they aren't, they aren't really able to hold on him for the long term. Whatever, right. how, They're not up, living up to expectations. We, we need to trade Bryce Harper and get a 
bunch of guys back. Exactly. And not restart because they've already done that, but like kind of get a little more fresh and young in certain places yeah. to build. But then Bryce has a full no trade clause because he's like, no, I I'm, I committed here. I'm staying yeah. here. I don't want to go anywhere, or I don't want to go to that team that you yeah. want training me to. So now they're kind of ha- so both. It's almost like both sides are handcuffed in one way or the yeah. other. So yeah, it's a marriage. It really, it really, it's, it's, it's it really a, is. That's yeah. a good way to put it. It's like you're stuck with me. I'm stuck with you. <laughs> yeah. Let's try to make this work and hope for the best. Exactly, and you don't. If you're the Phillies, you don't want to hit a point where it's in. You have to move on, and it's an untradeable contract. Look at again, Albert Pujols, untradeable contract. No team is going to want 39-year-old Albert Pujols at 28 million dollars a year for three more years, just because the the Angels want to move on from him. Yeah, it, it, they don't want to hit that point, but they they might have to. Look, Bryce Harper is most likely not going to be playing the same level he is now when he's 37, 38. And 39 years old. Right. That's just how it works with your the human body. I mean, even earlier than that, you could say starting at 34, 35. The guy has been playing Major League Baseball since he's 19. He's been playing 162 games a year since he was 19, 20 years old. Yep. That's a lot of wear and tear to yeah. put on. Oh, yeah. In addition to all the work he put in when he was a kid, like the, all the swings, that's a lot of work. In addition to all the injuries he's already had. He's exactly. already an injury-prone guy. So you know, it's going to be interesting also two or three years down the line how – the Phillies kind of manage his time. Exactly. I mean, yes, he's a freak athlete and one of the best athletes on the planet right now. He's still a human being. Yeah. He's going to crumble at some point. He's not. He can't live up to this in forever. I would give it a, probably a four- or five-year timeline before we, we – maybe maybe even sooner. Which is bef- crazy. Before we start seeing a decrease in Bryce's athleticism and, and on-field productivity just because that's just a natural way of things. Which would give him, in theory – Eight, nine years left. Right. Eight or nine years. Yeah. Again, it's a marriage. Both teams are kind of, we're in this to the end. Uh And we'll see how it plays out. Uh, We've got 13 years to dissect this and and evaluate this contract, figure out how it's going to work. And it should be interesting to see. Uh, But look, if there was a team to take a gamble on him, I do understand why it was the Phillies. Yeah, stupid money. It's stupid money. They had the money to spend. They've been saving up for years. They had the cash to throw um and they desperately needed a franchise face so i i get it why it was the phillies you could argue the nationals weren't quite in the same <laughs> position no. considering all the money that they already had on their books paying scherzer until into you know after his potential retirement they're paying him on deferred money paying strasburg he's got deferred money now paying patrick corbin 140 million dollars uh, there is they, they were tied up in a lot of ways have anthony rendon coming up after this season yep Knock on wood, you're hopefully going to have one of the best young superstars hitting free agency when Juan Soto hits exactly. free agency. Or Maybe they have Victor to Robles. Him. Yeah. So yeah, those are young. I mean, the bar has been set. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not saying Rendon or any of the other guys are going to beat the level of Bryce Harper. Trey Turner. But like, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. They could. Juan Soto could be. Juan Soto said the other day he wants to be the next, yeah. you know, Bryce Harper or something like that. So we, and you know, four or five years down the line, we could be seeing Juan Soto put up stupid yeah. money or stupid numbers, and be asking for stupid money. Yeah. And the Nationals could be prepared to do that because we just saw what the Phillies yeah. did with Bryce Harper. It's it's just the remember we've been saying all se- off season mm-hmm. long, Paul, waiting for the domino. Bryce Harper is the big domino. Maybe not for this past couple months mm-hmm. because obviously it's almost March. It's yeah. literally the last day of February. Yep. But in terms of baseball history and <laughs> and, and free agency from here on out for. The next five, ten years. Yeah. I mean, forever. It's just we're always going to look back to this day and this contract. You're exactly right, Bobby. That That is going to be – this contract is going to be brought up in every negotiating room for a major star player from now until the end of time. Exactly. 
Yeah. Uh, there, the ramifications of this deal are absolutely massive. Um, I think if I think Philly fans for the moment are overjoyed. Who knows if they'll feel that way in eight or nine years? And I'll also say for Philly fans, I would appreciate the fact that my team, the Phillies, what, however many years ago, you probably speak better to this than I can, but however many years ago said we are blowing it up, we're rebuilding, and we're, we're, we have a plan, and we're going to stick to it. And yeah. then they executed it. Yeah. They actually did it. I, I, I appreciate that. You know, yeah. you, you came forward with, here's what we're going to do, here's what we're trying to do, and then actually going to do it. Stupid money, spend yep. it. And they did. Absolutely. And on the flip side of it, the Nationals, we saw them do that years ago. And we saw the way that they built their team um, with a lot of young talent, with drafting first overall, you know, two straight years and getting Steven Strasburg and Bryce Harper. And then... They signed Jason Worth. All of a sudden, this losing team that had lost 90-plus games all of a sudden goes out and spends stupid money on a guy that, you know, they knew they were overpaying for. They knew was were probably giving too many years to, what, a seven-year contract to Jason Worth? But they needed somebody to anchor that team, and they needed a franchise face. They needed a, a veteran in the clubhouse. They needed a proven winner, and that's what they got in Jason Worth. That's what the Phillies got to a much larger extent in Bryce Harper, or hoping, or that's, hoping. What that's, that's what they're—that's what they're—that's what they're buying. Yeah, that's what they're—that's invest- what they think they're buying. That's yeah. what they're investing. Exactly, in. it's an investment into uh, this marriage, and um, it is—it has been an insane yeah. saga. Uh, we, of course, we've been following it all off season. We've been following it for the past two mm-hmm. years. It's just crazy. Again, surreal that's coming to an end today. And I—I I, I realize I've spent a lot of this time talking about Bryce Harper and his contract with the Phillies. On the flip side of it. I think <laughs> to assuage Nationals fans' fears, and we and most fan, Nats fans, I think would agree with it. They're going to be fine. Well, and that's kind of my point where you're talking about the, how the Nationals kind of did this, that the Phillies process with Jason Worth. They they were kind of announced this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. This is our plan. They've kind of said the same thing all along with, the, with Bryce Harper. You know, they had a plan in place just in case this came. Yeah, they were waiting for okay if Bryce Harper doesn't come back if he doesn't. Resign with us. We need to have players in place to take over for when he leaves, and so we can still have a competitive baseball team year yep. in and year out, compete for a division title, be World Series favorites, and, and be competitive with or without him for years to come. And they have, and they've done that. And, and I think Mike Rizzo deserves a lot of credit. Ownership deserves a lot of credit yep. to at least try. You know, give a fair effort to go sign a franchise player like Bryce. But in the event that you don't have him. Have a have a backup plan. Have guys in place like Juan Soto, like Victor Robles. Go get an Adam Eaton. Um, hopefully, maybe go after a guy like Anthony Rendon, trade Turner yeah. for the long term. A Patrick Corbin, Annabelle Sant. You know, they're we've said all along this offseason the Nationals aren't wait weren't waiting on Bryce, and, yeah. and I think that's a good thing for them. And Nationals fans should appreciate that. Exactly, exactly. And the, they executed. Look, they didn't win a playoff series. I get that, but the plan that they had. They it, that started even before they signed Jason Worth, they executed very well. They had seven straight winning seasons, and they had some franchise players. And kudos to them. I agree with you, Bobby, for having a winning team, bolstering, you know, continuing to spend money, but also continuing to draft well, continuing to sign good young players. They have, as you mentioned, they have they have Juan Soto who might be up to the level potentially as Bryce Harper. That's what they're hoping. That's what, That's they're, what hoping. they're hoping. Who's 20 years old. They have Trey Turner who's still, you know, several years away from 30. They have uh, uh you know, uh, Anthony Rendon who they could potentially lock up for a long time. They've Victor Robles who's the number 5 prospect in all of baseball. 
They have Max Scherzer, who's a Cy Young contender every single year. They have Steven Strasburg, who's maybe the could win healthy the best second starter in all of baseball. Like they are going to be fine. Like and and I think that that is a, a a testament to the way that they built that organization and the way that they have got to a winning place and they are maintaining it. Mike Rizzo says. You know, he, he he has not pushed all his chips into the middle of the table for one year. He is always keeping the door open for future seasons. It's kudos to him, kudos to the ownership for continuing to spend. Um, they're going to be fine. Yeah, and, and I think we haven't even touched on how this makes the Phillies look for this upcoming 2019 season. Yeah, how this affects the division. Paul, you mentioned on Massanol Access today, you don't think that the Phillies jump up to the top of the division. No. I agree with you. I don't think so either. I even said earlier this season, regardless of where Bryce Harper goes, Nats, Phillies, outside the division, I still think the until the regular season starts, the reigning champs are still the the ones to beat. So mm. the, I think the Braves are still the favorite. Come beat me. Prove that you can beat me. Um, but this puts I think this puts Philly in the Nats 2A, 2B right there. I mean, they're neck and neck. It, it'll be. April 2nd, April 3rd at Nats Park. It's the first time we're going to see the Phillies, a Bryce Harper-led Phillies face the Nationals, um, which will be pretty exciting. But those two teams are going to have to duke it out for the right to dethrone the Braves, I think, yeah. all season long. And I think it is, it is you know, if Bryce had walked to an NL West team like many expected him to, I think we would look at the Nats' odds to get back to being a division winner a lot more favorably. Yeah. But this just makes a tough division even tougher. Um, I still don't think it, it puts them at the top. I agree with you, Bobby. You got to knock out the champ first in the, the Braves. Um, but, you, you know, it's not just Bryce Harper. It's Gene Segura. It's JT Real Muto. And it's Andrew McCutcheon and um, David Robertson and all the additions that the Phillies have made. A hell of an offseason. They're going to be a better team. The Mets are going to be a better team. That doesn't mean they win the division. But it could mean, you know, those 19 times that they play them are going to be a lot harder. Yeah. So, you know, maybe they uh, maybe the Phillies don't win the division, but maybe they win 85 games and are just that much harder and cause that many more losses against the Nats. You know what I mean? Like so I I still don't think that the Phillies necessarily are the favorites to win the division, but the games inside the division with the Nats are, are, are made that their path to the playoffs harder. Right. And I agree. And it'll be a very very interesting 2019 season. Um, the back and forth. It's also funny to think that, you know, over the past, what, six, seven years, then mm-hmm. Elise has been considered one of the worst divisions in baseball. <laughs> and just like that, it's now probably the best. Yeah. Right up there with the AL East um, in terms of the star power, the competitive teams. Yeah. They've got three, if not four teams that could compete that are com- can be competing for playoff spots. Yeah, and um, they may not have... Which of, it, which of which are only three <laughs> yeah. that the division can give. Exactly, and they may not have, uh, you know, 100-win seasons from the Braves and the Phillies and the, the Nationals, but they are all potentially, in theory, could be 95-win teams. Um, you know, they, they are that good, um, and I think it, it's going to be a battle. So the Phillies' rebuild has paid off. Marlins, you're up next. <laughs> <laughs> Make the NL Victor, East Victor Mesa. One through five, the toughest division in baseball. Paul, it's been a long day. You've had a long day. You were up bright and early with Bo Porter and the Nationals equipment staff. Oh, if you missed that piece, check right, it, it was out a blast. on Masson All Access. <laughs> check out all our Masson All Access coverage from West Palm Beach on Masson Nationals YouTube page, Facebook page, at Masson Nationals on Twitter and Instagram. Paul, where can the people find you on Twitter? At Paul Mancano. I'm at Bobby underscore Blanco. 
We will be obviously talking about Bryce Harper's contract for all season long, for 13 years, actually. <laughs> um, and Bryce Harper, again, what, goes to the Phillies. Where are we going to be in 13 years, Bobby? I'll be 40. Uh, we could be in China. We're going to be like, right here doing the Mass and All Access podcast <laughs> back in West Palm Beach. Bobby, our kids are going to be talking on the Mass and All Access podcast in 13 years. All right, good to see you. So you don't have commitment like Bryce Harper has commitment <laughs> to the Phillies. I need a 13-year commitment from you to this podcast, Paul. Oh, Bobby, that's that's. I'm not marrying you like the Bryce. <laughs> no, that's fair. <laughs> SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Give us a subscription, a follow, a like. Spread the word. Let us know what you think about the Bryce Harper contract on Twitter, the comments section below. And uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We will see you next time.